What's up, guys? We got a lot to talk about this week. We're talking about the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. Pokemon Go's developer is working on a Harry Potter game. Fortnite dances will live on. And games as a service. You know? When are we going to stop with that? When's it going to end? All that and more. Let's plug in. <laughs> Okay, welcome back to episode four, right? It's, yeah, episode uh, four. Uh, yeah. We took last week off because we debuted our new show, Party Chat, which, honestly, I'm very proud of. I think it's going to be the next hit. I think we need stronger internet connections, or at least I do. <laughs> yeah, I that's why, you know, I made sure to let people know. It's, it's us playing a game, so there's going to be like. I mean, they, there's even lag in this. We just edit it, you know? Oh, yeah. Magic. Whoa. The power of editing. Uh, Sparks is finally back on the show after being away for the last two episodes. His voice doesn't sound as bad, I guess, <laughs> as it did uh, a few weeks ago. His you voice feel- aids is cured. Sorry. You f- how you feeling? Do you feel good? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good thing you're not a parent because that's that's what happens <laughs> with kids. So it's a good thing you're not around kids. You're just at a radio station. It happens. It happens. Well, then they well, then they get the polio virus and then they need a wheelchair. It's just it's a bad deal. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into the news. First bit of discussion for us, the Xbox One S, which they messed up on the naming here because it is the Xbox One S all digital edition, but people are going to be calling it the Xbox One Sad. That's just, <laughs> that's just the nature of it. I think Matt, <laughs> I think Maverick's a better title personally. But that was other code names are way better than the actual name of the the console. Discless. Discless. Discless, discless. <laughs> you guys I don't know. watch Game of Thrones, otherwise I can make a reek joke here, but you guys don't watch that show. Sorry, I don't have HBO. Um, so what we know about this is, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be going on pre-orders in mid-April. It's simply just an Xbox One X that doesn't have a disk drive. So all your games are going to be digital. Sparks, you're upset because you are the physical guy. Are you worried that this is going to be like the trend going forward, that we're finally committing to a all streaming, all digital future? Wii U. Wii U. The Wii? Jesus Christ, Chance. Hmm. 
Yeah, I... Seems to be where we're headed. Here's well. the here's the problem I, I, I have with it, because I have mixed feelings about it, because I like it, because I, I usually just buy my games digital now. And I, and I understand the idea behind it, too. By eliminating the disk drive, you can sell a cheaper console, so then there's more uh, Xboxes in the, in the market, and they can kind of expand that way. But, I, I mean, we haven't had... I feel like I'm over this whole spin-off console nonsense. Just make a console, release it, and just keep updating firmware. I understand their businesses, and they want to make money, and they want to get... Uh, you know the most the most popular po- most popular uh mind share out there, but it's just like there's too many choices. Just give me an Xbox One, man. Yeah. Also, Jake, um, did you say Xbox One X? It's Xbox Xbox One S. Okay, I thought you said X, and I was like, okay, it's the S without a disc. And that shit drives me nuts too. Yeah, cause um, why? Like, stick with Scorpio. I liked that name. Scorpio is cool, man. No, let's go with Xbox One X. Really fucking lame name, unless they were thinking of like just Xbox. <laughs> well, wasn't the one because of the whole you can do everything on your entertainment center in one box? Ooh. Yeah, I I get like that's it's just one of those things where it's like look. Microsoft, I understand you're trying to be different than the PlayStation, but like Xbox to Xbox 360 to Xbox One to Xbox One S to Xbox One X to Xbox One S, all the digital edition, it's it's just getting ridiculous. And that's without mentioning all the uh, versions of the 360 there were. Elite. Elite, the Slim. Remember when they didn't but, come with Wi-Fi, like when they first <laughs> shipped those things? God. What were they... I can't believe that, well, the price of the console is why they won that generation, but <laughs> that was a silly uh, whoopsie. So, uh, if you're a Pokemon Go fan and you like Harry Potter, good news. The the Pokemon Go developers, uh, how do we, Niantic? Niantic Labs. Niantic. Uh, they are making, they're teaming up with WB Games to make a Harry Potter augmented reality game. Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Chancey's our uh, resident Pokemon Go expert. I wouldn't call me an expert, but more of an enthusiast. You're the only one who plays it, goddammit. I'm sorry. Well, I haven't been on it lately because of how goddamn cold it's been. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting thing. I've seen that they don't really have teams, but they have classes. There's Magizoologist, the Professor, the Orier, I think is what it says. Um, so you're essentially, it's like, it's pretty much fantastic beasts. There's going to be different animals in the wild in the AR stuff. And, uh, you just cast spells to defeat them. Uh, I, 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 I think it's interesting that they went with Harry Potter. Harry? I just, I don't know. I never pictured Harry Potter being a Pokemon Go style augmented reality game, but you know, here we are. <laughs> Like, what major franchise would work? Well, like, Jurassic World came out with one that's not abysmal. That's the only other one I could think of. Yeah, I, 
I think it's an interesting move because I think, like, I don't know. Uh, clearly, you still play it, so Pokemon Go still has loyal, a loyal base that I have a friend that plays it all the time. So I thought it was interesting that they go a different direction and they, they choose Harry Potter. But, yeah, I, I thought something like Jurassic Park would work. Um, Apparently it did. I think the game's pretty popular. I don't know about it right now. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm surprised. I'm honestly kind of surprised that they're making another AR game because yes, I know, like I said, that there is a loyal base to Pokemon Go, but I just don't know if Wizards United is gonna blow up the way Pokemon Go did. I think it. Um, I'm gonna go with no. Uh, solid no, Chief. Uh, well, I I think it's just like Warner Brothers saw like how much. Doe Pokemon Go was ranking in, especially at the beginning. Just like you know what, I want a piece of that fucking pie. Let's let's make our own. Also, also have them make it. Yeah, yeah. Here's money. You do this. We don't know how to do that. Make a vaguely associated game. And the last bit of news this episode: Fortnite dance lawsuits are dismissed after. And get this, because I never thought I'd say this headline. After new Supreme Court ruling. Unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> you, you think your game... I'm just... You think your game is big? Your game isn't big until you're on a Supreme Court ruling. <laughs> here, here is a real breaker in this, though. There's actually a video of... Uh, fuck, what, what, what's his face? Carlton. Pretty much saying... That he made up the dance based on other dances. Yeah. You can't copyright that shit, dog. How do you copyright a dance anyway? Yeah, I don't know how that whole process works. Uh, it's, it is funny because um, the, 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 the rappers that are suing them, uh, Alfonso uh, Ribeiro, I think is. The Alfonso Ribeiro, yeah. Ribeiro, yeah. He's the one suing. But all these guys that are suing have just filed... Um, Resiled suits to get a copyright to the dance. But I don't think you could, like, I don't understand the logistics of this because how do you copyright something you with your, do with music? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, with your body to music. Like, how does that even work? <laughs> yeah. It's, a lot of it's just lost in translation. Yeah. It's, an, it's, a, it's about the way it's phrased. Um, yeah, the uh, the legal ver- what they uh, I was reading the article about this. Uh, the legal definition: a dance move cannot be copyrighted, but if it is, if it uh, okay. So so the jar- so so the boilerplate jargon on this crap is uh, seventy six of the Copyright Act has all about stipulations. Is the law differentiates between social dances, which everyone can perform, and choreography, which is performed by an expert. Which can be copyrighted. If it's fully choreographed, you can copyright it. Which makes sense because it is a routine that was created with multiple moves and choreography. Whereas if you're just busting out a Carlton, somebody can't copyright that. Yeah, like the emotes are never longer than, what, 10, 15 seconds? If that. And it's, it's not even about how long they are, though. Well, yeah, but like it's not like the entire thriller video. It's just like... uh. You know, the arms just going back and forth. 
Yeah, but for people who don't have money, even something that looks similar to what they do, it's a chance to make something. Yeah, it's like the Soldier Boy consoles. If there's a way for these people that have had their 10 seconds of fame to Get capitalize off it, yeah, they're going to do it. So, yep. So, Fortnite, you can't topple the giant. You just can't. <laughs> Unless you're Apex, then you can definitely try. Uh, close second, Apex is. Uh, Fortnite hopped back up on the charts of like most streamed on Twitch. And that was after season eight launched, where they added oh, yeah. added in the pinging system. They they added in pinging, and they I think uh, someone uh, data mined it. Were just like, yeah, I think there's a little bus for you to respawn in it now. <laughs> Which it's like, great. Let's just all keep making the same fucking game. That's super fun. Uh, so moving on. As all three of us are cheap bastards, we like to help out other cheap bastards. Now, originally, we were going to record this on a different day, and I had all the deals ready. But by the time this posts, those deals will be gone. So uh, I'm just going to mention the free games on each platform. So first, on Xbox, Games with Gold, Adventure Time, Pirates of the what? Sparks? Enchiridion. Enchiridion? Well, I asked Sparks because he said he downloaded it. Oh. (laughs) The Pirates of the Enchiridion, is that what you said? Yep. March first until the end of this month, it is free for games of gold, and then Plants vs Zombies: Garden Warfare 2 from March 16th until April 15th, and then your backwards compatible games are Star Wars: Republic Commando, that's been is free until the 15th, and then Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance, which isn't a word, is March 16th till the end of the month. Moving on to PlayStation, your PS uh, PS Plus games, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, and The Witness. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. Been playing a lot of that actually. Uh, really? And by a lot, I mean I've been playing like two or three matches here and there. <laughs> um, but I get that gold camo. And I uh, I just wrote an article about it up on LoudOpinionated.com. Uh, about honestly, it's refreshing to play this game. It is actually a big breath of fresh air because Modern Warfare was one of the first games I ever played online, and I played that game way too much. I put so much time into that game, and then Modern Warfare Two was the last Call of Duty game that I bought because I was really bad. I, I was okay at Modern Warfare. I was doing pretty decent. And then Modern Warfare 2 came out, and I sucked. And uh, I've, I've banished Call of Duty from my life ever since. Unless it's free, <laughs> unless it's free on PlayStation, then I'll play it. Because you, you couldn't get good. <laughs> what a scrub. All right, so those are your deals for the week. Um, next time we record, I will actually have some good games for you. I will mention that I did pick up Assassin's Creed Odyssey for the Gold Edition. So that's all the DLC... And uh, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered when that comes out uh, for 33 bucks on uh, PlayStation. I can't believe... Oh, you got it on PlayStation because uh, I saw the Ultimate Edition was available for 40 on the Ubisoft sale on Microsoft. Idiot. I, I <laughs> what's the difference between the Ultimate and the Gold Edition? A few more skins for your ship, oh, I think. Oh, yeah, okay, because I really care. <laughs> Well, also, Jake, since you got the game, pa- or the uh, season pass, right? Yeah, I got all the DLC. 
okay, so the season pass will give you uh, Assassin's Creed 3 remastered for free when it comes out like I, later this month. I just said that. Did you? Yes. <laughs> well, that's fucking embarrassing. Let's uh, edit that out. Uh, so the, the lesson here is we don't actually listen to Jake? Apparently not. Well, I was listening to everything. I guess I was getting ready to say, damn, Jake, you could have spent seven extra dollars for some ship skins. Uh, yeah, I've been enjoying it. I haven't played a ton of it, but uh, I haven't been enjoying it. I have. It's overwhelming. <laughs> you gotta stop make, making games these fucking yeah, oh. big, man. It's overwhelming. Nah, I'm cool with it. <laughs> Too many icons. Well, we can talk. Oh, there is a ton. Speaking of a big game with a ton of icons, the Game Pass game that uh, we're, we're playing uh, right now is Just Cause 3. All right, let's quit the bullshit right now. Show of hands, who's actually playing it? I played it, like, a little bit. I raised my but hand. Not as, not as much as I should. Yeah. It Here's the problem I have with it. I said I, I was already I, playing it in the first episode. What? In the first episode, I said I was already playing it. Yeah, I know. So we knew that you had some background with it, so I, that's why we picked it. Um, my problem with it is... There's a lot of fun stuff to do in it, but I I don't the, I don't care about the story, and I don't care. And it forces me to do all these little menial things to get to the really fun things. And I don't know. I just it's just not hooking me. This game for me suffers from what I like to call Grand Theftitis. I don't give a shit about the storyline. I'm just here to fuck shit up. It's not- also. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you know what? It kind of, like, th- it reminds me of, like, a Batman Arkham City combined with, like, Crackdown. You're here to zipline, glide about, and blow shit up. And, that, and that's the thing. Like, the the uh, the transversal aspect, aspect to it, like the grappling hook, mm-hmm. and then, like, parachuting with the grappling hook, all that stuff is incredibly fun. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is fun to move around the world. It's just everything that's in the world I could not give a shit about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's nothing about that story that's like, like man, I gotta, I gotta do, you know, I gotta play this. It's, it, and it's the problem that I have uh, games on my plate like Modern Warfare Remastered, Odyssey. Uh, you know, these games that are actually good, really good that I really want to play. And I'm playing Just Cause Three, and I'm like, this is a solid. Seven out of ten. <laughs> this is why mm-hmm. I, I actually move I mean, that we pick new games. All right, fine. I'll tell you what, boys. I got a doozy. Oh. Yep. Is it Devil May Cry? No. What is it? Alien Isolation. Oh. I uh, okay. So if we're gonna do that, then Alien Isolation. I, I'm going to stick with DMC. I'm always going to pick that. <laughs> Does that mean I have to pick one, too? Uh, you pick Super Lucky's Tale. Yeah, that's what right, you want. Super Lucky's Tale. Um, can I just pick Arkham City Remastered since no. I technically haven't played it? <laughs> Boo. I started it. I haven't started it. I started Arkham... Uh, Arkham Asylum <laughs> remastered. 
I mean, you just browse the list real quick. And everything's exactly the way you remembered it. Well, if you want, Chance. Yeah, fun. Since you, had, If you want to just do it this way, we could just pick between... Yeah, that's fine. The two games. My game already got picked, like, once, so I'm fine with it. All right, I'm going to flip a coin. Uh, heads. Coin. Heads will be Alien Isolation. Tails will be DMC. By the way, Devil May Cry uh, apparently is getting great reviews. People really like it. Number five is. Yep. Uh, that's a game. That's a franchise I've never played. I played four. Yeah, I've never touched it. <laughs> it seemed like a game. Like it just didn't seem like it pull me in. But maybe, maybe, maybe it will. All right. It's a beat 'em up. Heads. Alien Isolation, Tails, DMC. It is Tails, DMC. <laughs> I win. Right. I just got blue balled again. Hey, you know what? I I actually do want to play Alien Isolation, so I want to see that on the list. It's bound to happen. Until it comes, yeah, until off, it comes off the game pass. pass, then we're screwed. But yeah, DMC, Idiot. Devil May Cry, that is the Game Pass game for the month. And I think this will actually help us because this is a smaller game and a more linear game that we could all just play right through and not have to do a bunch of grappling hook nonsense. Oh, by the by, guys, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is off the list. It's already gone. Aww. No, I beat that bitch. Oh. Oh. Uh, I thought it left Game Pass already. I was like, well, that was quick. Nope, no, I have not beaten the new Tomb Raider franchise. Damn, boo. That's something I want to get to. That's on the backlog is to play Rise and Shadow. but They're, they're both fantastic games. And I, I'm sure they are. But, like, right now, I'm really focused on uh, Odyssey. I want to play through that. Mostly because I want to talk to Chance about it. And we can do a special episode of Underachievers. Hey. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the game that came out in October, and everyone's going to make fun of us. <laughs> and one of these days, I'll be able to talk about Resident Evil. <laughs> one one of, these of these nights. Sorry. <laughs> All right. It's time. Well, actually, before we get there, I've already said what I've been playing. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, a little bit of Modern Warfare Remastered. Chance, anything new you've uh, been playing? A metric shit ton of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like, and Apex. And Apex, yes. And Apex, yes. We still Apex been playing a lot is of so Apex. fun. Like, I, and in case you guys are wondering how fun it is, good. be sure to check out that uh, game night. Yeah, we need to do, like... Does Twitch have better recording than uh, Mixer? From Xbox? Here's the problem. They, and you're going to get mad at me, but PlayStation did the, the right thing. Where I can hook up my blue my blue snowball directly to my console, and I have no problem. But if uh, Xbox, I have to create a workaround to use it. There's a way to use your blue microphone for Xbox, but there's a whole process yet. Sorry, I fell asleep listening to that explanation. What are you talking about? Ouch. I wish uh, Xbox would step into the future. Ugh. Let's let's make it functional for keyboard and mouse, but not make it functional for a fucking USB oh. mic. Something that they should have had stock. Hey, let's add the let's add the option to be able to mod games. 
Okay, we, we there, there are valid criticisms of both consoles. Jesus Christ, Sweden, knock it off. No, I will never be invaded, and you can't change me. Oh, you'll get invaded, uh, and you'll like it. Hey, there's a reason why PlayStation is ha- almost, uh, PS4s are almost 100 million copies sold. Because uh, a bunch of teeny boppers are too fucking stupid and know the de- better part? Better exclusives? I, I was just going to say that the thing that PlayStation could improve on, where, you know, okay, Xbox could improve on their support of outside. I just realized this isn't a video podcast, so what I did was really stupid. But, um. Sparks said show of hands earlier. Okay. You're fine. But, uh. <laughs> like, yes. I'm sorry. I, I did it for dramatic effect. They, they, they could, um. They could improve their support for other people's hardware. But the. Th- you know what PlayStation doesn't do that Xbox does really well? Uh, their profile sharing on, like, their. Not their profile sharing, their. Their cloud. Like, I could fucking. Go like right now to someone's Xbox down the street, sign into my profile, and play my save file. Easy peasy. But you have to do, like, you have to deep dive into the settings of a PS4 to do that. Yeah, there's a little bit more process into it. I I personally haven't done it because, um, my friends play on Xbox. So hmm. yeah, what are those about your friends? <laughs> Yeah, if it weren't for you guys, I would just ha- I would have just the PS4. You know, well, if it weren't for Ashley, you'd just have the Xbox. I, I, actually, no, I take that back. Game Pass and Xbox Live are the, are the reasons why I have an Xbox. I think those are two really great services. As as good as PS uh, PlayStation Plus is, I think Xbox Live is a better service. I don't know that there's uh, a statistic I read somewhere about uh, how many free games Games Pass is given away versus the PlayStation service. The PlayStation Now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing with that is you can get a bunch of, uh, like, all the PlayStation exclusives for the PS3 are all in there, but you can't download them. There's a whole thing about it. Anyway, Sparks, have you been playing anything fun other than Shadow of the Tomb Raider? I stopped playing that a while ago. I beat it. All right. That's good enough for me. Let's move to the main topic. Of the show, we are talking about games of ser- games as a service, and uh, spoiler alert: it's not going to be a positive conversation. Um, I I have a lot. I'm sure all of us have a lot of shit we're going to say about uh, Anthem. It seems like that's the fun thing to do is pick on Anthem because, well, it it's not a finished game, and it sh- they shouldn't be charging people sixty dollars for it. Uh, so let's just jump into that Anthem last week. As if they weren't having enough problems, but people saying it was like vanilla Destiny. There's nothing in it. There, there's, there's, it's not, you know, not that great. The load times are ridiculous. Well, it was breaking PS4s. It was literally breaking consoles. And uh, yeah, they Bioware and EA have reached out and they've been working with PlayStation trying to get fixed. But your game should never, ever break a console. No, unless it's gigantic, but it isn't. <laughs> and Magnum is... Dong. <laughs> What'd you say? Magnum Dong. Magnum yes. Dong. Like Odyssey might brick my uh, Xbox One S. Like I swear to God, the load times are so long compared to Origins. 
<laughs> I'm just like, what the hell? This game is so huge. Yeah, I like, but that's the thing though. That's a different. Yeah, crashing your console is completely different well, yeah, than breaking it. <laughs> that's something like the developer. Well, not the developer. That like the company does to punish you for like modding your console when you're not supposed to. Well, here is the thing: Anthem has done both. It has one instance where it bricked a console, but it's been crashing them left and right. And it it has been affecting other consoles, but I. I'm sure though. I pray they get this fixed because now, I mean, with hat. Well, it's just showing the PlayStation Four for what it is, inferior. Okay. <laughs> uh, this that's a that's actually a huge problem because is that is a big player base that you're scaring away from your game. Like anybody that owns it on a PS4, probably def. My God, the twelve to sixteen demographic will be horrified. Mm-hmm. I I love how you play it up that you think Xbox. I don't understand your motives here, but whatever. <laughs> Point it. I'm calling you a child. No, you're you're playing up a character of being an annoying fanboy. That's what you're doing. I know what you're doing. <laughs> you think you you think you know. But that that's a big deal because that's cutting out a huge bl- player base. And if you're already getting press where people are saying there's nothing in this game, and there's not a lot to it, if you are if you have that, and then you have people saying, well, it breaks my console, I'm not going to touch it is not good for a games as service that like wants your free time and you have free games like Fortnite and Apex Legends out there and people still playing Destiny 2 which is clearly what you're going for is that demographic not even that de- not even I, that demographic specifically that player base yeah right and it's unabashedly a destiny attempt or a destiny killer, you know, what? it's the same thing with wow. There's all these other games when wow was really big and they kept trying to destroy. Wow. It's like, it's not going to happen. There's a reason why those games are where they are. And there's a reason why they work. It's because they've had years of fine tuning it. Yes. Destiny. When it first came out in 2014 was not a good game. I hated it. I did not like that game, but you know, when they put more time into it, it became a better game, and that's what I hate about games as a service. Is I don't like the idea of saying, "Oh, hey, guess what? You're a sixty dollar mm-hmm. beta tester. The game sucks now, guys, but in like a year, it's gonna be real fun." See what the problem is? Try again. It's not sixty dollars. It's sixty dollars for the base game. Thirty dollars right. per expansion. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's the sixty dollar game, then there's the hundred dollar version, the hundred and twenty dollar version, and all this other. Yeah, shit. it's like as you go, you pretty much you're paying to level up the game. You can start with the sixty dollar version, but eventually, if you're if you're if you're an early adopter, this is gonna hurt. I I don't think I've actually paid for sixty dollars for a only multiplayer game. I I I don't think I have. This is exactly why. Well, well you, it, it here's the thing though. Um, Anthem, like Destiny and the Division, you can play them by yourself. They're just not fun by yourself. It's a better. It, the game is supposed to shine when you're with friends, and even then, uh, adding more to their problems. Even then, I I've heard people talking about when they play that game that they can't even hear their teammates because the audio mixing is too loud. And even when they turn it down, they still can't figure out who's talking and what's going on. And I'm like, 
I, I think what I under well no this is what happened. What happened was Andromeda was a flop, and EA was like, we have got to do something. Or Bioware was probably with EA, like we have got to do something to get our names in good graces again. And then they're like, well, let's just get this game out instead of taking more time. They're probably like, let's just make as much money as possible we can. Throw this out there. If it sucks, they're used to this. We'll say, well, we're patching it. We're working on it. And then they continue just to just screw people over for having goodwill. Like, it's 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 such a shitty practice. It's such a shitty business. It's ridiculous. And it's like, you know, one step forward, a hundred step ba- steps back for EA. Because we were like, oh, okay, Apex is launched. Everything's going good. Respawn's like, no, EA has no creative control over this. So... What do they do is just put Respawn in one hand and Bioware in the other and just make them fight like your fucking G.I. Joes for the player base. Oh, fucking throw dice in there, too. Make them fight over a very limited yeah. player player base. Oh, God. Yeah. Dice, do you remember Battlefield? Di- do you remember? It's... it's you Battlefront yeah. 1 and 2? So... It's all... It's only fitting that 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 Dice gets fucked over by EA this time yep. around because because EA fucked Respawn for Dice. Now it's only fair that they do it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a one for one, which they did leak details of their uh, battle royale uh, Firestorm. Actually, they've they they put in some systems that are actually pretty cool and do work to differ- differentiate themselves from Apex or Fortnite. Well, I'm pretty sure, and pretty sure the game's only thirty, even, so. I think the only way that that works for Battlefield is if they if they do what Fortnite did and release that mode for free. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that works. And then you got to hope and pray that it can compete in that market with Apex and Fortnite. Yeah. But And that's and, and that's the thing. We'll get to well, that. Well, and Blackout. In a bit. Blackout is super popular. Yeah, Blackout's still pretty popular. And I I got to say it's not, as a Fallout fan it is nice to see a different games of service get just annihilated on Reddit <laughs> and and Twitter and dragged through the mud because Fallout 76 very similar situation. It it was a game that clearly Bethesda had didn't have a lot of faith in. Continually said, "Oh, don't worry, this will probably suck, but we have other good games in the pipeline. Trust us." They just shove it out there, and uh, it's a heaping pile of trash and. Okay, I will say to their defense though, the 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 this, the time span that they released that game within, I can't fault them because it was like what one month they said, hey, we're gonna release Fallout seventy six during E three, and then like three months later it's out. It was November. They announced it. I think. Well, no, they yeah, but he's. I think he's talking about like the oh reveal. the reveal. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think it was like a month. Before E3, they did their like 24-hour Twitch stream, and then sh- and and put up the trailer. So yeah, they, I, again, I I commend them for that release window, but the game was just not ready, and I think that was a sign to them too that that game engine they need to just scrap that game engine and get a new one because it cannot handle a single-player experience, let alone a bunch of players. Haven't we been saying this in Skyrim? Yeah, yeah. Elder Scrolls Online, boys. We've been saying that for eight years that they need a new engine. 
It's ridiculous. And I will give them props, though. Bethesda still think, you know, they're still supporting it. Um, there were rumors that it was going to be free to play, and I was, and that was like in January, and I was like, "Wow, a couple months, and they're already going to just screw over those people that actually." Oh my it. god! <laughs> it's not bad enough that they do the stupid thing with the bag. It's not bad enough that they dox these people on accident. Then they're like, "Oh, by the way, anybody wants to play, it's free." Like that would be such a shitty move on Bethesda's part, but. Uh, Yes, Sparks wrote a uh, joke in the notes. Last player in the wasteland revealed to find he's playing a single player adventure. Was it? Uh, was that from? That was the, from the Onion, the right? Onion? Or Clickhole? One of those two. There was the Onion. As I say, I've seen that. It was a funny. It article, was funny as. <laughs> What's the title? That was the headline. Yeah, the headline was last last player in wasteland relieved he's playing a single player game. Uh. They again, they're still supporting it, so I'll give them props for sticking with it. But maybe, maybe it's a No Man's Sky thing. But I go back to the thing I said to start the topic. Why the fuck are we giving these games passes like that? Well, it's good now. It's like, well, why wasn't it good when you fucking released it? Promises. See, here's promises. my problem in all of this, and I think, honestly, I think that EA could take a lesson from this. Is everybody's chasing that that dragon of trends? Instead of being the trailblazers, they're just following the trends. Hey guys, battle royales are super popular, so what we gotta do is we gotta go out and release a fucking battle royale, and we're gonna fucking try to get on the train before it's gone. So we're gonna leave a half half baked game, and then look like idiots. Instead of shutting their fucking mouths and just working on tried and true things. Well, you know it's funny the whole kick off of this battle royale genre. A player on player on no or not a player not I'm stupid PUBG yeah player, no, okay right. player it's like their game was so unfinished and so unready and Epic Games drops in with this well no one's buying our really overcomplicated uh uh defender game that took years to make you, it's it's way too complicated do you just uh, you guys just want to make it a battle royale for the fuck of it yeah. And they just stumbled upon it. Well, but isn't it? But is it? Isn't a H one Z one? Oh yeah, H one Z one Daisy. Uh, that's true. And it's 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 nuts that we live in this world. And I think you know, games of service has been around on PC forever. But I, Destiny, I think is the prime suspect to do it on consoles. That that being said, even though it took you know, a lot of updates and changes for like people to really come around on destiny and really get behind it. Um, I still think there was a ton of stuff in vanilla destiny. It just, it just didn't hook me like they tried to, you know what I mean? Like that I did not give a shit about the lore. And then the fact that like, Oh, well, if you want to know more about the lore, go to our website and read these engrams. I'm like, no, make it accessible in the game so I can read it in the game. Why would I leave the game? To go look at shit on your website. That's no. Make it a collectible I can find, damn it. Well, see, the one that kills me is honestly the, the kings of games as a service, fucking Blizzard. They've mostly been unheard from in all of this. They, it, it, up until what, their, uh, their release for Diablo Online? Are, are you talking about the uh, Diablo, Diablo so Immortal? Stupid. 
Kentucky. You call what you want. Well, that's the mobile. Yeah, mobile, mobile, mobile. yeah the fucking mobile version, which, holy shit, I've never seen a shitstorm that bad immediately. They brought it on themselves. They hyped it up to make it seem like Diablo 4. That, that's, which would have been amazing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you're right. Like, WoW is the model of a games, uh, game as a service. And then, and then on top of that, games as a service, they went out and they killed Heroes of the Storm. By the way, by the way WoW is still going strong and it's 15 years old. Well, because there's an expansion every, what, three or four years? By, by its age... WoW is now a nerdy teenager learning to play WoW. Yeah. Uh, you were saying yeah. something before I mentioned WoW, the, the age. They pulled the plug. Part. Which is weird because that was actually successful. Oh, yeah, successful. They, they killed it. They, they laid off people that worked on it. Yeah, Activision laid them off. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the crazy thing is, you, you, you know, those layoffs that happened to Activision, now I, I think it kind of gives people perspective on just how business works in a in in the market, you know, like in cap like a capitalistic world, because they were, I mean, Activision is still a giant. Like they are still, they still have Call of Duty. They're still putting out tons of game, <laughs> big games, but they still had to lay off people, and they still have services. Uh, well, they did anyway, like Destiny. I don't know how that works now that uh, Bungie split off. Uh it doesn't. Bungie owns Destiny. The end. Yeah, but I'm sure there was some sort of pay. No, they there had bought... to be a payout of some sort. Yeah, the, the Bungie bought themselves out. Yeah, well, they bought themselves out of their contract. Yeah. Okay. That works. <laughs> yeah, but that again, that just to me says a lot about wow, games of service like Anthem and 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 Fallout seventy six where. Say what you will about Vanilla Destiny. There was PvP. There was PvE. There was still a ton of... There was still a lot of stuff to do. There just wasn't a lot to... I, I don't like the notion of these games where they say, oh, man, you know, the game's fun and all, but the, you play the real game in the end game when you, you know, you're level... At tw- when you hit 20, and then you can go for the end game year. I'm like, no, you can go fuck yourself. If you're trying to tell me that a game that would take... 12 to 14 hours to get to that level isn't the game. And then when I get that part, then that's the game. No, fuck you. The game, the game is the game. <laughs> Clearly the idea of destiny is lost on you because the whole idea is grinding. It's, and I, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just what wow was. It's grind, get better gear to keep, you know, going. And it's, it's an endless loop of shoot and loot. Everything up till is the grind. I th- well, Jake, Oh, Assess. Oh, I was gonna say, talk about the grind. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is such a grind. Holy shit! Oh, I can tell. Again, I haven't played very much of it, and I already can tell that. This is this is this is like playing fucking Borderlands. Yes, it's fun, but honestly, the most fun you're ever gonna have is going after the the awesome guns. That's fine, but I want an end. That's the problem with games as a service to me, is I. It demand it, it demands too much of my time, and it demands me to just pretty much do only that. Don't have a social life. Don't go to work. Just play this fucking game until your eyes bleed. That's all they care about. Hey, here's the thing. The end is where you want it to be. True. You can hang it up whenever you want to. True. You're right. I could, I could put the controller down whenever I want. You're right. But You could, you could finish the story and go, well, that's it. 
Somebody else is going to go, well, fuck that. I want better guns. I want to go kick this ass game, which is where the the ideas like New Game Plus comes in. Right, but it's even amped up even more because you just a lot of times you just respawn outside of a room and go in and attack and attack and attack and attack and then get your gear, go back, you know, rinse and repeat. I, I don't, that kind of loop does not appeal to me. Right. It's it, it it it's for some people people love it, but to me why do that when I could spend 5 hours fucking up people in ancient Greece like with <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Like what what it to me it's kind of cocky in your games mechanics to be like well not a not cocky, sorry, sorry. It's confident it's confident in the mechanics to be like, you're going to want to keep playing this same shit over and over and over and over again because it's that good. But a lot of these games, they don't even go with that. That's how it happens. Borderlands is the exact same way. You can play through, go back and play the legendary modes, and that's fine. But it appeals to the people who want to be better. Some people, games are disposable. You go in, you play your story, you're done. Right, and I think that... The completionists, though. The completionists and the warriors, though... They're going to want to yeah, keep the, going. The, the trophy hunters, the achievement hunters, the guys like that, you know, platinuming and all that stuff. They're going to want to do things like that, and they're going to want to have all that. I get that. But I think that's why I latch on to single-player games more than I do than these games because I like a definitive end. I like that I don't have to to really experience it. I got to get the best gear, yeah. you know. I, well, okay, let, let's, let's posit it this way. When you hit the end of the storyline for Red Dead Redemption 2, what did you do? Well, yeah, I kept I kept playing, but I, I was doing side missions and things like that because I, I wanted to be in that world, right? What does it matter? The story's over. There was still other story to be had. There was still other s- side stories. It doesn't matter. The, do penulti- the, penul- the penultimate tale is over. Not really because, uh, spoiler, you play as John Marston. <laughs> no, I understand what you're. I understand what you're getting at here. I, 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 I do get what you're saying. Where it's, it's a, it's a similar idea to once you beat a game, like an open world game, and there's other shit, you still go and play it because you like. If it. If I may, it's kind of like, like it's like Red Dead Redemption when you're done. It's similar to where you beat Arkham City, but I gotta still go. I gotta go fuck up the Riddler real quick, and then we're done. Yeah, there's other crimes going on and all that stuff. Or I gotta go jump in my tank and fight Deathstroke. <laughs> tank. Sure. Say what you will. But even, but even beyond that, like Destiny, the great appeal was getting through the story, building up your light level and your gear, and then going and doing the raids. Because the raids are fun. And it's a great social I event. I think it's just, it just goes back to me just being grouchy because... There's so many great games, and I want to play them, but they're all expensive, and they're all fucking huge. <laughs> You're afraid that you don't have enough time to play them. I think that's probably my big issue. The other thing that kills me here, Jake, is you're the one who buys games more than me and Chance combined. <laughs> hey, if a good game is on sale, why not? Yeah. We have bills to pay? I do, too. <laughs> let's uh, let's keep this conversation going. So, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, up there with... Free to play battle royale. I think the big buzzword is roadmaps, because now every fucking game has to have a roadmap of release. 
Uh, is, I get. Uh, is this a criticism of Odyssey? I'm just curious. Well, it it, it is it is a, a bit. I think it isn't. It isn't because Odyssey. Uh, what isn't like the Division Two? <laughs> blatantly at E3, and sure, it's it's free stuff they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Good, that's fine. But they already have a roadmap of like this is how we're gonna support the game throughout the year. Apex Legends did the same thing when it launched. Uh, Anthem, Anthem, any pretty much any game with a multiplayer aspect to it now is like, well, here's the roadmap. Here's what we're doing. I like the idea of transparency, but I don't know. It's just like again, it's like, do we need all these roadmaps? Do we need all of this stuff? I, th- do we- I don't know. It's just nice to know what's coming. Uh. I'm okay with Assassin's Creed doing it. Well, I had a I had a funny analogy first. This is kind of like episodic gaming's stupid cousin. Um, but I'm okay with Assassin's Creed doing it because there is no 2019 Assassin's Creed title. So if they're gonna stretch out their content for a whole year, I'm okay with it. Well, okay. Let's let's simplify this idea and backtrack it a little bit. I'd say your precursor to roadmaps is pretty simple. It was called the season pass. Right. And I hate that too. <laughs> uh, but the problem is with the season passes, you pay up front for a complete unknown. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. And, and that goes to what I said, where I do like the transparency of it. I do like the fact that they're pretty open. That's not transparency though. That's bullshit. What are you saying? No, I was saying roadmaps are transparency. Season pass aren't. I'm, I'm saying season passes yeah, yeah. bullshit. I, I agree with you. I, I, sorry, I should have clarified. Yes, roadmaps are good because of the transparency. Um, but yeah, it's just a, you're right. It's 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 how industries work. This is how gaming, movie, in, anything where everything works in a circle. Everything's a cycle. Well, but, oh, sorry. Last time it, it was yeah, season pass. Okay. Now it's roadmaps. Same idea. Just you know, now they're Better. just being up front with you. <laughs> See, but okay, but if you told me right now when I bought Resident Evil 2, then I knew that they were going to release an additional challenge mode in two months. I'm okay with this. Oh, you mean the Survivor thing? Well... Anything. If they're going to release Mercenaries mode. Well, more to that point... Oh, sorry, Jake. No, go ahead. I was going to say, more to that point, um, this is an improvement on the season pass uh, format because you're just like, Pre-order now with the season. Pre-order the season pass and get this, you know, five-second expansion. Is like, oh, cool. What DLC am I gonna get with the season pass? Wouldn't you like to know? Yeah, that's why the season passes were bullshit. I think they've learned from that with roadmaps because when they say these things, a majority of it is free. Uh, I, I actually, I think all of it is free. Mo- um, I can't speak to uh, Anthem. I'm sure it is, but. Um, Fallout 76, God bless them, they release a roadmap, and everything is free. And Division 2, like I said, at E3, when they announced it, they said all of this is free. Apex, uh, Fortnite, all their seasons are free. So that's not a bad thing. Okay, here's my question to them, though. This is what you're going to release in the months to come. What am I paying for six? What am I paying $60 for up front? I, yeah. That, that that's my issue too I, and I think that's initially why I'm against it is that where 
and it was I said the same thing about Spider-Man when they're like, oh, there's this DLC packs and the game wasn't even out yet, and I'm like, what are you trying to tell? Are you like ex- exactly? Just give it to me now. And and yes, I understand the idea that you want to retain a player base, but if you put this much content into your game, wouldn't you still have that player base anyway? Because they're still trying to find all this, all, you know, do all these missions, explore all this shit. You know what I mean? Well, I think this is where the delineating line between the season pass and the roadmap comes out. Because if you look at, like, say, the release of Arkham City. So we had a complete game out the box, right out the gate. We're done. You know, I, I will take that game exactly as it is the way it was released. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. And then as we went along, they released other episodic missions or challenge maps. Yeah, it was mostly challenge maps and then a full, I want to say... It was a full like eight months after release that Harley Quinn's Revenge came out with the Game of the Year edition. Yeah, I think the the reasoning behind that was because it's after the main story, and I think they wanted people to play the game. But eight months sounds you know, kind of crazy, but um, I, I get that aspect of it. Yeah, I I want to say this now. Rocks Rocksteady made the best Batman games out there. But well, Telltale's Batman's actually pretty good. But I would say that Arkham or the Arkham games are fantastic games. Should be held up in high regard in the superhero genre. That being said, their DLC packs fucking suck. <laughs> I don't know what they put their money into, but the, that forty dollars season pass, which I knew I wasn't going to buy out of the gate, was fucking garbage. You're telling me I'm spending forty bucks for a pretty decent sized Batgirl story, but and a couple of side missions here and there. And mostly just skins for a bad It sucked. It was terrible. Season of Infamy could have been in the game. Exactly. Oh, fucking stupid. And don't you dare bring up Cold Cold Heart because that was an Arkham Origins DLC. It was good, though. Yeah, what? It was great. I loved it. Also not Rocksteady. <laughs> um, no, that was Montreal. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, WB Montreal. So, to put a bow on this conversation. Yeah. Do we think that with the huge misstep of Anthem in Fallout 76, do we think that the trend is ending? We're going to stop seeing games as a service, uh, as a genre in games? No. You don't think so? Nope. Why is that? First off, and I'm going to put it really simply, because I'll bet all but money that it happens, Anthem 2. Anthem 2? Uh, I don't know about that because by after all the <laughs> after all this shit came out about Anthem, just conveniently, you see an article pop up that says Bioware's like, "Hey, we're not done with Mass Effect. We never said that." <laughs> and before the game comes out at the Game Awards, they announce, "Oh, Dragon Age 4. Ooh. Like, okay, to, to be fair, we've been waiting on that one. <laughs> Well, well, Bioware and Bioware is a big company, but I think they're gonna try and fix what they have with Anthem, and then they're gonna go in a different, do what Bethesda did, and go in a direction and go to franchises that people like, just to get good, get people's goodwill back. By the by, if you assholes haven't played uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, get on it. I think it was it's like five bucks or something right now. Doesn't matter. It's fucking good. I gotta beat Odyssey. <laughs> it is an Odyssey, dude. Odyssey. Dude. Here's the thing. You love Mass Effect. You should easily love Dragon Age. The Dragons. 
Yeah, but I already have a swords and sandals RPG style game right now with Odyssey. Oh my god! Yeah, completely different. I think you would like Odyssey Sparks. I, I, I I'm sure I would. I'm still working on Syndicate. I, I will say though, Syndicate. Holy god, shit! Chance, are you having this problem? I want to know if it's just a performance thing with my PS4, but um, get your joke in now, Sparks. Oh my god, the PlayStation's having performance <laughs> issues. Nope, your time had passed. The joke will be struck struck from the record. Look <laughs> at a little blue pill. How about those performance issues? Low T? More like low P. I'm editing this show, damn it, and I will cut you out. I am God, and you will respect me. <laughs> no, uh... Um, Go ahead. Joke's on I, you. I'm I, actually I, keeping I the blue pill if this is a common thing, but, like, the character animations, when you get into dialogue, is really wonky. Like, not Andromeda, but I just think some of their animations are a little weird. Yeah, some of it, like, has your dialogue been, like, just kind of like a second off to where it's infuriating. And he like, yeah, and then he'll do like a movement or something. Yeah. Are you playing as Alexios or Cassandra? Uh, Alexios. I'm doing Cassandra because Cassandra's voice acting is a lot better than Alexios's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could already tell that Alexios guy was not, was phoning Was that too drunk? What the hell? Anyway, back to the topic uh, at hand. Chance, do you think the trend will end? Um... I think it'll either die or someone's going to do it right and it will never die. I so I yeah. I I I agree <sighs> I'm playing devil's advocate cuz I can kind of I kind of agree with both of you. Where I see where Sparks getting at and I see this. I see Destiny 3 and I see uh Bungie keeps working on Destiny games and making great games like that. And those games will be successful and they'll work. Uh, okay, uh, Here, let's put this even simpler. We just said the Warcraft turned 15. Games as a service won't die. It'll always be here. In terms of shooters on a console? Yeah, on the console, yeah. Overwatch is going to be Overwatch is going to be around for a while. Yeah. True. And and but that's the thing. I think I think there's a difference here. I think Battle Royales are kind of the heroes in the situation where you have Fortnite and Apex that are free versus Anthem and Division 2 uh, where these games are $60 experiences where you have Apex and Fortnite and you're like, why play this buggy mess when I can just play this game that's pretty adequate, does this job for $0, and I can have fun with it. You know what's a sad irony in this? What? Do you want to guess why Fortnite got as big as it did? That's its uniqueness. Is unique, it's free, and as much as people hate it, that building mechanic was really innovative. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they got lucky on how well that jives with the Battle Royale. Because I bet they spent a while uh, developing it for, like, no one to play it. And they're just like, you know what this would be really fun in? A Battle Royale. <laughs> if we could build shit in PUBG, that'd be super fun. And then, yeah. <laughs> Apex won't do it. PUBG won't do it. It doesn't matter. Right. Well, it's like well, it's the same thing with Apex. It's like you know what would make Overwatch more fun if we made it a battle royale. Also, the one thing that's kept <laughs> the one thing that's kept Fortnite going is them keeping the game fresh between seasons. Right. Constant updates, and then you know taking time the seasons coming out, and but not even updates. The changes they make. Right. 
they actually listen to their players. Like they they, 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 they completely do. have been revamping the map entirely. Yeah. Adding vehicles, changing things, doing seasonal stuff. Yeah, that's that's how they're going to keep... They vault and unvault <laughs> weapons all the time, too. Yes, I will say right now, but, understandably, it just rolled out. I'm getting kind of tired of the Apex map. Well, well, that's a, this is the thing, Sparks. This is what's so crazy about this, and this is, I think, what's nuts, is the game is only a month I, I, old. I, 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 I copped to that right off the top. So I understand it's new, but... Did you? But how did you? Did you not say that about Fortnite? I didn't. When you first were playing it, the, the Fortnite map was interesting enough, and as a group, we were having fun with it. Every area was well, that unique. It's like, hey, we want to go to Tomato Town, or we want to go to the swamp. I I would like to point out that, uh, just to be fair to both of you, we play. We started playing Fortnite in what season three? Would you two or three? Um. The map was much less, uh, there wasn't as many fun things to do in Season 0 in Fortnite, and Apex Legends is in Season 0 right now. So I will give them the benefit of the doubt. Sure. I'm, not, I'm not saying they're garbage. I'm saying at this exact point, they're, 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 the lack of variety in their map, to the degree that Fortnite is, kind of makes it bland to me. Well, like, well, I guess because like, like uh, in season zero, there was no tilted towers. I don't think there was Tomato Town. There wasn't. I don't think Pleasant Park was. There was no anarchy or uh, snobby shores or anything like that. So yeah, there is room to improve. I, I definitely, and I hope they do because fucking Epic Games has given them such a great roadmap of what to do as a developer to keep your game fresh and keep your player base around. So. But I, th- I, I think we're overlooking something else too. I think this, this was a strategic move by EA. I think, like, clearly the game is ready. The game works just fine. I have, I mean, people have crashes here and there. That's gonna happen. Sure, it's a perfect, it's a perfectly but good Overwatch clone. It's a very, it's a very good free game, and I, I do, I, I do understand what you're saying. I, but that's crazy how fast things move because. You know, people might already be getting bored of it, and it's only been out a month. Uh, but I, I want to see something different, and and hopefully down the line they'll do something where it's. And I talked about it with Modern Warfare Remaster when I was going back and I was playing that, and I was like, man, I remember playing. I understand how innovative that multiplayer was, and how everybody copied it because you had things. And I'm not saying add classes and all this stuff, but I'm saying. Add map variety. Add the ability to vote for a map so you can build strategies on how you want to do the battle royale on this map. You know what I mean? Yeah. So add different layers like that to keep things fresh. I think that's Well, I think there's that. I think, granted, yes, you can eventually unlock them on your own. I don't appreciate putting characters behind a paywall. Yeah, and I don't like the idea that you Well, you get it at, like, level 23. Yes, I I get that, and that's well and fine. But that means that by the time I get level 23... I'm already at a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just kind of depends on, are you... Oh, well, it's like looking? classes you... in a multiplayer game where, you know, you're playing, if you're in Call of Duty and you're level 9, you go up against a level of, like, 40, dude, you're fucked. Because he has so much oh, better yeah. equipment than you. Theoretically. Well, yeah, everything. 
Well, like on the Battle Royale thing, everyone's even because, you know. And that's why this is. You isn't. gotta go find your shit. That's why this isn't a Battle Royale. Except for the characters. There's no level ground here. Pseudo Battle Royale. Fine. What do you want from me? It's a MOBA. That, that, so let me ask that question. So we, if we think that games and service aren't going to leave, do we think that Battle Royales aren't going to leave? Do you think that... that I think they're a passing fad. Well, I think there's only... only Honestly, as, as much as people like Apex, and who knows what they're going to do down the road, but I think Fortnite is the only game that will survive that. When the purge happens and we get rid of all these Battle Royale games, I think Fortnite is the undisputed king of all this. Well, you know what's going to happen, because right? Because it's, it's not going to go away until it's dethroned by an equally annoying trend. True. But True. it'll never have the backing that Fortnite got. Because when Drake played with Ninja, it was over. Well, I it's it's make the second coming of Minecraft is what it is. I like my I, like once the kids get into it, and it becomes uncool, and like you see, third graders doing the dances, you know you've hit it big, and you're just milking the cash cow, until it's dead. But like, uh, it's just you might hate it, but it's here to stay, and you know. Whereas I I agree that games as a service is dwindling as well battle royale, but it's like I said, you're gonna have your destinies, you're gonna have your Fortnites that are still in the genre and dominate the genre for a reason. Yeah. Honestly, I look at it the way that I looked at uh, Angry Birds. <laughs> it hasn't mass. Uh... It hasn't had critical mass for annoying until you see it on T-shirts at Walmart. Or there's a cartoon about it. I'm waiting for that Fortnite cartoon. <laughs> Until the llama gets its own movie. Dude, Keanu uh, Reeves can play John Wick in a movie that's not John Wick. <laughs> You're not seeing the upside. Uh, I think uh, I think that's all we can say about games as a service <laughs> this uh, this week. What do you guys think? Uh, do you think uh, Anthem can make a comeback? Let us know in the comments, wherever you listen to this. How are, well, I guess it'd have to be on YouTube, because you can't really comment on uh, podcast services. Why isn't that a feature? That should be one. <laughs> Think about it. Wow. I'm just rambling. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Underachievers right here on loudopinionated.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And, um, hey, guess what, guys? Sparks guess what, guys? Jake got us on Google Podcasts. He just wanted us to let us know repeatedly. And you know what I did? Nothing. It just showed up there one day. <laughs> uh, should we call the police? Because I sound like we should call the police. <laughs> Follow us on uh, social media at Under A Games on Twitter, Underachievers Games on Facebook. You can follow Loud and Opinionated on Facebook, Loud and Opinionated on Twitter, at Loud Opinionated. All that good stuff. We write articles on loudopinionated.com occasionally when we feel like it. <laughs> and we put reviews up there as well. Thank you so much for listening. And most importantly, Sparks, what do we tell the people? Game on. <laughs>